Attention, this con report contains adult language, mature situations, rants, raves, and missing editorials. Listener discretion is advised. American Con Review, Episode 2B, New York Comic Con, New York Anime Fest 2011. Hey guys, it's Zan, and first off, Zoro, I apologize, because I'm a moron, I accidentally deleted your review of your first day at Comic Con. Please forgive me, hopefully you won't fight with me and beat the shit out of me when you find out. I'm sorry, man, just something happened, the glitch, it got lost in the data stream, I apologize. I'm going to try to rebuild it, but knowing me, it's not going to happen. So, listeners, I apologize, Zoro's report is gone, but I do have the second recording from Comic-Con, as well as an initial recording from Day 3, but we'll start off with Day 2 of New York Comic-Con 2011, which is the 14th of October, 2011, Friday, so here it is, there may be some little edits here and there, and that's just because there's some things I forgot and lost, which I found later, so we'll see, so let's rock and roll. Hello and welcome to another fun-filled episode of the Sparkin Com Review. Yes, this is your host Zan saying, what's up, hello, konnichiwa, and it's fucking 3 a.m. and I'm dead tired. <laughs> you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us, sparkin at gmail.com, zansparkin.com. We're under Facebook under Sparkin, Mong Review, Sparkin Movie Review, and we're under Twitter under Sparkin, and we're under Google Plus under Sparkin. Check out all this on our show notes, and fuck, I'm tired. It's been a long day. 
Yeah, I know I should be hurrying this up, but I want to get this out. I'm, it's around, what is it, fucking dead time, long day. Yep, I said record this and get this out as soon as I can, and I did, and I got a lot of recordings. It's going to be a lot of fun once we get through this. So let's rock and roll. Yes, so I just finished day two, Friday the 14th of October 2011, in New York City for New York Comic Con, New York Anime Fest. And it was a lot more intriguing, a lot different than the first day, and a lot more packed. So let's get on with it. So, unfortunately, I was alone today. No one else was there. No Zan and friends. No, no Bell, no Timbo, no Zoro, no one else. It was just me walking around the floor doing what I do best, which is smooching, handing out business cards, and being the man I am. And actually, the day started off pretty interesting because... First off, I got up early, got on the train, talked to some people on the train who were going to the con, which was pretty cool. Ended up getting there around 9.40, which was good. was going to stop by Skyline and get some breakfast, but instead I was like, you know what, I'll just go straight up, go there, have a good time. And I'm walking from Penn Station to the Javits. I'm walking, I see a bunch of Japanese gentlemen walking next to me. And I'm kind of looking at it for a second, and one of them looks really familiar. I notice his badge says presenter and speaker. I'm like, wait a minute, he's a presenter and speaker. He looks familiar. He has anaplex. Who is that? Then I look, and a light bulb goes off in my head, and I realize exactly who the fuck that is. So who is it? But none other than the president of anaplex himself, Hideo Katsumata, who directed the Full Metal Alchemist anime series. And ironically, there was an FMA cosplayer right next to him who did not realize it. Uh, and so with Flick Cam, which I had brought, there are some videos from the con, which we'll be showing. I forgot to mention that. It should be fun once I get them converted from MP4 to AVI. Then I can put it on YouTube, and I can put it on the actual website. Hopefully that will happen sometime soon. I'm hoping. But I actually tried getting a very covert picture of him. didn't work out too well because some lady was blocking me. But still, the fact that I walked, I was within standing distance, and I could have grabbed him, hugged him, and said, Hey, man, I love you. I love Kenshin. But I want to give him his space because he looked like he was kind of stressed out because they were talking back and forth in rapid Japanese and just kind of arguing. So I was like, stay, stay the fuck away. And all these things are going to be on the con report photos. So you can check it out at our photos page on spiker.com. So anyway, from there, got to the con. Crazy packed, insanely packed. Waited for like two minutes, walked right in. No problem. Walked like I owned the place because, like I said, organization was really shitty this year. Like, all you had to do was it used to be, oh, wait on the line to get in. Nope, it was just literally just go with the mob. You'll get in. And that's what happened. I kind of just strolled right in, walked in. And instead of me going onto the floor like I would have done originally, I decided, what the hell? Why don't I go to where it says New York Anime Fest and check that out? So I found where the dealer room was for Anime Fest. And actually, it was upstairs in the uh, pavilion, the fourth floor of the convention which is really, 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 really high up. So go up there. It looked a little bit less organized, a little bit more just crazy, but it was still kind of empty. looked not that bad. A lot of vendors were there. You had people promoting their graphic novels and things, and I actually gave out a lot of business cards, talked to a lot of people, walked around, and I went immediately to the front because I was going to see Aaron and Noah's, well, just Aaron this time's unique mangas panel again. See if they change anything, added anything. Also show my support for, you know, Ninja Consultants. Go, Aaron, pull more. So I go there, and it's not in a room. There's actually just a stage, a huge stage, 
and they got her talking there. The, I mean, why did they just put her in a room? She could actually we could hear what she was saying. We didn't have we'd have chairs, but no. There's just a stage and a bunch of tables circled around it. So what happened is we had to end up moving forward to the tables, taking the chairs from the tables, sitting forward, and dealing that way. Now, I have a recording of the actual panel. I could put it on later. I might do it. I don't know because it's very similar to the original one I posted, but we'll see. But overall, it was emphasizing the fact that despite what most people believe comics are, there are more to comics, more to graphic novels than just superheroes and crazy people. They cover a wide range of genres, and just each one is a completely different way of telling a story. And Erin has it down to a T, and it sounds really good how she does it. I can't even describe how she says it, but it makes sense. It's logical. The only complaint I have really about it is she goes for 40 minutes about sports manga, and then there's things like Phantom Thieves and cult manga, which she doesn't even cover. And I would love to hear more about that than just hear 20 minutes of just every single type of sport on the planet. I mean... I like sports, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like reading about sports mangas, but I don't want to hear 40 minutes of a good panel on sports manga. That's my one complaint I have. I mean, Heron, I know you, you know your stuff, but you can give us something else besides sports. I'd say cut that down a little bit and put some of the other genres that you have in there. I mean, you have, besides survivalist manga, you have gun mangas, you have Italia, which is a historical manga. There's so many other mangas you could use, but... That's just me. It's your panel. And I enjoy it every time because you have a lot of good things. I also love seeing the Cooking Papa trailer because it's hysterical and funny at the same time in a weird sort of way. But getting off topic, getting ahead or behind of myself. Hopefully you send me the still so I can put it on the website and show some of the more unique mangas I saw, including this one, which is about a guy who goes from station to station trying out different bentos. I forgot the name of it, though. Hopefully you'll email me with what it is. Hope so. But, again, I'm getting ahead or behind of myself. From there, after the very, very cool panel, I decided to go downstairs. And as I go downstairs, I look at all the crazy people, take a bunch of pictures. Again, looking at a couple of the more things, because I'm going to be going to the Dark Horse Presents panel, 25 years of comics and blah, 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 blah. I don't remember the exact title of it. Forgive me. I'm kind of tired. I'll probably enter it later. But, so I go off to the panel, and the line was pretty big. But I'm the second person online. The girl in front of me, she's actually really attractive. She's really nice. And she's a photographer for a magazine. And also she's 40. So I was like, hey, how you doing? Pretty cool. Talking, talking. How old do you, how old do you think I am? Oh, you think I'm only 20. Well, I'm not 20 years old. Really? Well, she thought I was 20, so back at her. We both aged good, maybe. I don't know. But the panel itself has to deal with a lot of the new titles coming out, a lot of the new interesting concepts coming out, and yet a lot of very talented people coming up, including Tom Morello from Audio Slave and Rage Against the Machine, promoting his new comic called Orchid, where actually he created a soundtrack for each of the issues. So that's pretty badass. He had a couple other series, including the new Dark Horse Presents title, Isolation, which is about a robot who goes into space to kill himself or to learn how to masturbate. One or the other. It looks hysterical. Got more goon stuff. Got things going on with Star Wars. And a lot of it made me kind of mad. Because supposedly they're going to kill off Boba Fett. Which actually is kind of cool. But for the most part, Star Wars I've outgrown. Because of the atrocious way that the prequels ruined Star Wars for so many people. Ruined 
the series in general from me. So I'm willing to check out some of this stuff, but for the most part, I try to stay away from it as best I can. And it's a shame, really, because I used to love Star Wars, and now the whole mythology has been ruined by the prequels. And Hayden Christensen, who I hope he falls in a lake and dies. I mean, not really, but I hope something bad happens and like he loses his teeth early, or his face gets smushed in like Mark Hamill. And speaking of Mark Hamill, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Hold on. We'll get into that in a bit. That actually made me really happy. But, again, going forward. From there, we went on, well, I went on to walk around some more, got some food from the vendor who I spent a lot of money on so far, and I checked out some of the other interesting stuff going on. Went looking for Durara, found it for $48, a little expensive, went to the dealer room to charge my phone, and surprisingly, my phone disappeared. I actually lost it today, which really sucks. Now, you're probably wondering, wait, if you have it in your phone, you must have freaked out. I was like, well, I actually brought two phones because I'm too cheap for a camera. Because my actual camera is a 2.5 megapixel camera. My old cell phone, the one before the Droid, which I currently have, is a 5 megapixel. So I've been using that as a camera, then transferring the photos over onto my computer, which actually is really smart, but that camera is gone. That phone is gone. I mean, you can't use it because all my numbers have been cleared out and there's, no, there's nothing to it. It won't work as a phone. The touchscreen is dead. The keyboard works, but the touchscreen is dead. I don't think someone would be smart enough to figure that out. Hopefully they don't. I'll go to the lost and found and hopefully find it. But for right now, you know, we'll see where it went. But I lost a lot of pictures. It really sucks because I had some choice pictures. I mean, you had a guy dressed up as Wesker walking around, which was pretty awesome. You had a Kyle Rayner Green Lantern, a fucking Kyle Rayner Green Lantern costume. It was perfect, and I got the picture, and it's fucking gone. It's lost to the ages because of my own stupidity. So fucking pissed at that. I mean, I got a couple of pics, but for the most part, it's not the same. I lost all these pics of Power Girl. A girl dressed up as Power Girl, and she had the tits to show it. And it looked really, really good. I mean, totally fappable. I mean, also a couple girls dressed up as Jean Grey, Kitty Pride, and Sprite. They looked really cool. They were walking around. I think I have their, them on the video camera, so I could probably get a still from there, but for the most part, it's a little difficult. Also got, there was a bunch of Deadpools walking around, one without a mask on, one wearing the X-Force. There was a Miss Marvel. Uh, there are so many pictures I took, and they're fucking gone now. They're lost forever. Also, saw Stan Lee again. And this was actually a funny story, because what happened is that there taking people up to meet Stanley. I had bought some comics beforehand. Unfortunately, they were all DC, which sucked. Because that means they'd be like, yeah, you have DC stuff. We're not going to sign it. But I was like, fuck it. If he signs, he signs. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But I go up there. There's a lot of people waving for, pick me, pick me, pick me. And there's a girl who's kind of short, who's been constantly waving her hand, trying to get their attention, and they don't look. And he's saying, okay, I'm going to pick five more people to be signed by Stanley, who isn't one of the Gold Pass members. So he's looking around, he's looking around, he sees me. I wave my hand at him, and I point down towards this little kid. And what does he do? He picks the little kid. The little kid goes up, gets to meet Stanley, and then he goes right past me to the other side. He doesn't even think, hey, what about the guy that was with him? Why don't we let him get a signature with Stanley? Nope. I get fucked. But I got a signature from Joe Cusada, which is on my lanyard, so that's equally okay. Even though Joe Cusada kind of makes me mad with some of the choices he's made for Marvel, I'm kind of happy I got that. So worked out a little bit, but I still would have liked Stan Lee to sign something. My arm, my neck, my shirt, 
I don't know, something. But wait, I was wearing, nah, never mind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Maybe next year. Next year, hopefully he's still alive, and hopefully, hopefully, I get the signature of Stanley, and it will be awesome. I'm hoping. I'm so hoping I can meet him. So hoping. But, I digress. So, from there, went on, walking around, saw a couple of Cthulhu-dressed-up people, which was really creepy, because it was a girl dressed up as Cthulhu next to the munchkin table, and just, I was a little perturbed by that, because she, she had a cute figure, but the face... The mask, you couldn't see her face. So I don't know if she had a hideous face or not. Part of me was like, oh, I should ask her out. But I was like, nah, that's kind of creepy on so many levels. So I just skipped over that. And then from there, saw, walked around. I saw a black canary and I saw a Sailor Mercury, really hot. Because, hey, I like Sailor Mercury. I think she's really cute. I like Alita better, Sailor Jupiter, but Sailor Mercury and also black canary without any pants on. I mean, she's wearing just the tights. Made me really, really, huh. What else? Saw Inspector Gadget. I saw uh, Morinoke Hime. She looked really cool. I mean, she was eating, so she had to stand up. But she was really authentic, and it looked really good. If there was an Ashitaka with her, I would have gotten extra props to them, and I would have promoted them. But, oh well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. What else? also saw a guy dressed up as Bumblebee. And I don't mean like, uh, like actually he made a mech suit that looked like it was the actual robot. He was sitting in it. It's, it was amazing. It's a shame I lost those pictures. Maybe he's online, or maybe he'll be there tomorrow. If he's there tomorrow, I will take a picture of him with my camera, and it'll be awesome. Hopefully he's there tomorrow. Hopefully he's there tomorrow. I hope he is, because I got to get this picture of him, because he looked fucking amazing. He did. From there, I went to the Spider-Man panel, and Spider-Man was pretty cool. That was literally just what's going on with Marvel with Spider-Man. And surprisingly, I did not know that Moon Knight and Daredevil and Black Panther and Ghost Rider and Punisher are all technically Spider-Man characters. I thought they were Marvel Knights, but apparently they're now considered under the Spider-Man label. Because you have Avengers label, X-Men label, the Max label, and then Spider-Man. A little confused by that. I'm surprised. I thought that they would have been under Marvel Knights their own thing. But still, it's cool to see what's going on. Also, I'm very happy to announce that Peter Parker... Spider-Man has his Spider-Sense back. Officially, forever. They're not getting rid of it until Joe Quesada goes crazy again or Bendis goes crazy again. I'm happy about that. Also happy about rumors that Mary Jane and Peter may get back together and stay together forever. That's what I'm hoping. That's what we're all hoping. Hopefully, brand new day ends and goes back to one more day and we get him with the other powers. I'm hoping that. And also, there's going to be a new Scarlet Spider. Venom's going to go across the, the country. And then the final thing, which is pretty cool, is that the big title for issue 700 is Ends of the Earth, which is going to have something to do with Doc Ock because he's been setting up something for the last couple of months. Now, I also went to the Green Lantern panel. That was totally worth it. I went there specifically to see what was going on with Kyle Rayner and the New Guardians, and I'm happy with that. I'm happy with what's going on. They talked about the movie, what they thought about it. Bruce Tim was there. He had a couple of interviews talking about the animated series. Tomorrow morning, I'm seeing that premiere. I don't care if I promised I'd go to the Buffy panel. I'm going to see that premiere tomorrow. And I don't give a shit. I want to watch it because it looks fucking amazing. And if LaFreeze is in there or Larfrizz is in there, I will freaking be very happy and I will come my pants. I should not have said that. But I'm too tired. I don't give a shit. I'm not even saying this. Just release it straight up. Just cut out the, some of the parts. But anyway, it's pretty cool. You have what's going on with the whole Hal and Sinestro being buddy-buddy cop. You have all the crap going on with Jon Stewart, which I don't give a shit about. 
And then you have Red Guardians, which looks badass. Also, there was Atrocious there. A guy dressed up as Atrocious. And he had the cat Red Lantern. And he got Bruce Tim and everyone to sign it. So it was pretty awesome. I was very psyched about that. Now, I know, some of you are wondering, wait a minute. You're a manga podcast. Why didn't you cover any manga? Well, surprisingly, that came at the end of the night. I was able to go to one panel because every other panel I went to was fucking jam-packed. I wanted to go to the Kodansha panel because I wanted to find out about Fairy Tale and what was going on. But the line for that was around the fucking block. They had a section right next to it. The line went up, down, up, down. There was no way I was going to get in. There was no way I was going to get into that panel. All because they're going to meet the creator of Fairy Tale, Hiro Masami, and to see all the actors and to see the first episode of Fairy Tale. I should have waited for that, but I didn't. I didn't get there on time because I was covering another panel. I couldn't do it. I had to go somewhere, and I, I needed to do it, so I did it. And what was I going to do? I mean, I couldn't just be like, hey, how you doing? I'm going to cover this and that. No, I had to. I covered it. I did what I wanted to do, and it was worth it. It's a shame, though, because also I found that there was a hidden biz panel. You're probably wondering, what do I mean? What I mean is that tomorrow is the Viz panel, right? No. There was a Viz panel today for press. I didn't get an email for that. I thought I was technically press. I thought that we were a legitimate organization. Apparently not, according to Viz. Well, Viz is like too heavy. They can go f- It's a little disheartening to know that Viz does not think we are viable enough for them to send me an email. And I'm going to bring that up to the Viz booth tomorrow. I'm going to tell them, what the fuck, man? Not what the fuck. I'll be like, excuse me. I thought we were a viable podcast. We talk about manga at least once a week. Well, I tried to. It was like months between each episode. But still, you said stuff to Anime World Order. You send them stuff. And they have six months between each episode. Come on. I try a little more. Just do something for me. A little something? I mean, first, second, they've been cool with me. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I'm just bitching. I'm sorry. So, before the end of the night, before the final panel I went to, I went to see Mark Hamill, his spotlight. It was insightful, it was ingenious, and there was no way I can get a question across because so many people lined up for it. Next time, sit by the microphone so I know how to get up there. Otherwise, well, we'll see what happens. Thought it was worth it, thought it was cool, but I guess not. I mean, oh well, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It was really good. I taped it. Again, once I convert from AVI to, well, to AVI from MP4, then you will see what I saw at Mark Hamill's thing. And to top it off, he wished a kid happy birthday in the Joker voice. Yeah, he said, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Joker fan. Happy birthday, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Really well done. He did the Joker voice after ten minutes. He waited for it. He talked about Luke, he talked about Star Wars, he talked about a lot of other stuff. Then he hit it. He was mainly promoting his black uh, ship story, which I don't really want to get into because, one, my brain is fuzzy right now, and two, just it was very difficult to describe how it went. It was like a superhero comic, but not really a superhero comic. More like one of those, like, kick-ass. It's like a real-world superhero. But he did it first, supposedly, or they've been working on it first. I don't know. We'll see. If it gets picked up, I'll definitely watch it, and I'll rate it. So, I could have paid to see Jay and Silent Bob. I didn't pay to see Jay and Silent Bob. I instead went to see the Vertical Ink panel, just to hang out, see what Ed had to release, and maybe we get some news on some of the new stuff. I recorded that panel. There was a lot of stuff that was going on with that panel, actually. I actually took notes. I took notes for the other panels, too, but I'm a little, I can't find it in my bag right now. I know it's there somewhere. I'll look later. But, let me see, for my horrible notes. Well, first off, some of the new releases, you got 
Book of Human Insects, which is an Osamu Tezuka property, comes out next week. He had it here. I was going to pick it up. I mean, I'll pick it up tomorrow. He had Drops of God, Volume 1, which everyone's going crazy for, because Drops of God is like one of those entry ones you can actually release and talk about. And Drops of God is a very interesting series. I talked about it in the Bartender episode, because it is it goes more into the actual making and the history of the different types of wines. And for any wine aficionado, it's an excellent gift. It's left to right, so you can give it to someone who just likes wine. For all you adult listeners who are listening, also more Cheese Sweet Home, No Longer Human, which I'm definitely picking up, Princess Night, which comes out in two weeks, which I'm definitely picking up. You have another Blackjack, which I'm picking up tomorrow, because it's Blackjack, and you know I have like a huge crush on Blackjack, because it's awesome. Another Real Cuisine, it keeps talking about that. Edge is finally coming out in December, and Timbo has been waiting for that, because you know he's a math teacher, and he loves the whole concept of pie destroying the world, so he wants to read it. He's all for it. Just got to wait a little bit until December. I'm definitely picking it up for him as a gift. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode, doesn't know about it. But, again, that's neither here nor there. Also, Pro Bono is coming out. Kodansha picked up GTO, 14 Days of Shonen, which I'm definitely picking. They picked up GTO, which I'm picking up. So I'm happy about that. Even though I already own the entire series, I'm going to pick it up from Vertical just because I love the series. GTO I really enjoy, and I want to cover that last series. Shonen Gumi, they're picking up, which is GTO, the early years. The last volume of Twin Spica coming out completes the series, which so many people are enamored with. And I definitely want to review because it's a very interesting take on science fiction. It's a hard sci-fi series. No lasers. It's very plausible, and I enjoy how the series goes. I mean, the fact that one of the main characters is a ghost is not plausible, but the rest of it is pretty plausible, and I like that. One of the big reveals is Sakuran by Moyoko Ano. It's coming out next year. Five centimeters per second is coming out, which that's a, you know, finally Makoto Shinkai's manga comes out. The movie was kind of meh. I mean, I like the movie, but it's just the whole cloud thing just drives me up the wall with Makoto Shinkai. It's all about clouds. Everyone, clouds. I hope the new one is pretty good. He's gonna be. It's gonna be tomorrow, so I'll check that out. Flowers of Evil is coming out. Guru is born, and then finally the last big reveal, which is coming out August 2012. Hopefully, is that. They picked up and they saved from Viz Comics Message to Adolf, which is Osamu Tezuka's intriguing tale about three people named Adolf. One is the anonymous and eponymous and evil Adolf Hitler. One is a Jewish boy, Jewish-Japanese boy, and the other one's a half-German named Adolf, and it's their relationship with each other and how everything works out and goes to hell during World War II. So after that, you know, talked with Aaron, talked with Ed, talked to a couple other people, walked around... Out, saw Pedal Bear. He's actually chilling out with three Powerpuff Girls, and they had Oogie, the stuffed octopus. I took a picture with it, putting it up on the website. So it should be pretty good. So it should be pretty awesome, pretty badass. But anyway, like I was saying, it was a pretty long day. Got that saw. It was had a blast. I have so many recordings of all the other panels, all the other stuff. Hopefully, it'll be done. It'll be taken care of, and I'll release it over time. I don't think I'm gonna. I should release it like immediately, but I think I'll edit this, release this, then I may edit and release the other ones. Because so I still got two more days. I still got two more days and I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I might record the entire karaoke session tomorrow because that's still going on. We're all set for it. Ed's going to be there and Dave is going to be there. Dave and Gratz are going to be at the karaoke session due at 35 tomorrow. I know it's past tense now. You guys probably missed it, but oh well. Hopefully it's a blast. Hopefully I'll make an ass myself and we'll see what happens. Should be fun. So, remainder of the day, left 
walked to the train station and missed the train by one fucking minute. I missed it again. Two days in a row. This one was by one minute. One fucking minute. So I had to wait an hour. Oh, well. Next time. Next time. While waiting for the train, I actually ended up bumping into this really hot girl dressed up as Lady Loki. She was kind of apprehensive and a little rude to me, which I thought was really weird, because I was actually trying to be really cool with her, and she was just being a little bit bitchy towards me. I really couldn't get into that. I don't know what happened. Maybe tomorrow if I see her, we could talk, and she'll be more calmed down and more relaxed. I don't know what's up with her, but she was cute. Uh, well, anyway, I also got some other stuff. I mean, I did pick up some manga, so I checked it out, read it, looked pretty good. Reading my comics, just chilling out, waiting for the train, got home. Not home, back to where I'm staying, and now gonna go to bed and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun, or today rather, in a couple hours. I'm gonna get some rest. Hope you guys enjoyed this kind of report, part two. And sorry it was a little rambly and it was, like I said, I'm just burnt out tired. I'll record the next one hopefully tomorrow. We'll see what happens. If not, I'll record by the end of the day on Sunday or whatever. Alright, I'm gonna go to bed now. Night, guys. Thank you for listening to Sparkin Con Report. We'll review the rest of the con later. All right. Night, guys.